Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best rap food. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. What is up, people of the world? This is one I'm excited about, Hal, because I'm a fervent acolyte of the rap food. Are you a rap food guy? Sure. Sure, we're in California. I'm not like you where that's your breakfast every day. Involves like a tortilla. So I know that's exciting for you, but I I enjoy many wrapped foods. There are many wrapped foods I enjoy in my life. I go through so many tortillas a week. Hmm. Well, because, and I think this is one of the key things that makes a wrapped food a wrapped food. First of all, thank you to Leslie Troutman for this topic. I don't know how long ago this was. It's been a while, but... We we found it in the archive of uh, topics and got excited about it. And um, yeah, I'm a I'm a rap food guy. I think one key element of a good rap food is that it is handheld. Would you agree? Not necessarily, but I I understand. Like an enchilada is not handheld, but an enchilada is a delicious rap food. It is a delicious rap food. But I was thinking about that. I was thinking about the enchilada as a rap food. And I was wondering this, and I was curious your thoughts on it. Just mm-hmm. because wrapping a thing is one element of the process of creating a thing, I think the fact that it's wrapped doesn't necessarily make an enchilada a great contender for a wrap. So I guess not. Maybe it's not the only a criteria that makes it a wrap food. I think a criteria that makes it the best wrap food would be that something is handheld. You sound like someone who's never had a wet burrito before. I don't think a wet burrito is the best one either, but I love a wet burrito. I don't know if you've had a good one. I mean, I don't think that the, to me, the fact that you can hold it in your hand is so far down the list. I look at oh, like really? flavor. Yeah, I look at flavor. I look, okay. I look at how much you're getting from it. You know, there. So it's about <laughs> volume. It's about quantity no, no, of no, wrap no, food. No, not volume, but it's certainly quality quality trumps everything like this is a great food if it's handheld great but if it were down to two dishes one of which you had to eat with a fork and knife and and maybe a spoon if you really want to get clean which i do i want to get that i want to get all that food i paid for it and something that i can hold in my hand and that's the only deciding factor mm-hmm. i don't think that would sway me enough to go but you can also carry it needed in your car Oh, see, that to me is absolute. If all other things being equal, that would absolutely be a deciding factor because that's that to me is the point of a wrap food is that you can carry it around. It's a handheld thing. Like I literally the only one of these that isn't handheld is the wet burrito, which is sort of a hybrid enchilada burrito. And the enchilada would be the only two on this list that uh are not handheld. What about a wonton? Uh A wonton. You can pick up a wonton. A wonton right, is. Yeah. Don't we think the best form of a wonton is is in a soup? How about a soup dumpling? Uh, well, okay. Then this asks my next question. Mm-hmm. What do you consider to be a wrapped food? Are we going really broad? And we're gonna. I'm thinking of things that are rolled up, like a rolled wrapped food. It has for to the most rolled. part, not that necessarily has to be, has to be wrapping. 
yeah, it's not like they're like chicken envelopes where you you take it and fold it into an envelope shape and then seal it. Like, I mean, that would be great. Something about a pita party had those. If if a pita, if there were a gyro place that had a chicken pita and they called it chicken envelopes, they would sell like crazy. A gyro definitely, and falafel can be as well. But mm-hmm. I've found, by and large, if you give me a pita and food like that, I'm gonna mm-hmm. split it open because it's a pocket. And yeah. it's gonna be it's a it's a food pocket. If you're wrapping it, and I'll tell that to people out there who maybe aren't as familiar with pitas, if that's the way you're eating them, it's just putting the food in and folding it. You might be missing out on a whole other world where it, it is built as a pocket. It's built to be filled yep. with food. It splits very. It's unlike trying to get an English muffin, even when it's cut, it, torn in half, where you will yeah. always like it just falls apart. A pita is made to split open like a pocket. And I've always because of the yeah. outs because of the way the outsides are are built, they're hardier. You're not going to get like the leaking. It's not going to le- like it's going to hold everything really well. Yeah, I do like uh, a good pita pocket that's been split open. I keep finding that every time I do that, it's like thin toilet paper for me. I always poke a hole in it every time I'm trying to mm. because you got to be really ginger when you open, like you cut it in half, but then you got to be real gentle about the like just like a little slide a little bit in there and like. You gotta, you gotta open it ever so gently in order to get it to separate. Or in my experience of just store bought pitas or pita like Zanku chicken or one of those, I find that I, you know, have to do it that way. I have seen a lot of great gyros where it's, uh, just a bigger pita and it is just kind of stuck in the middle and wrapped around it with paper. That's the street food version, it seems, or street food version that I've had before that I do enjoy. I can't separate my, my personal tastes from from this as much as I try. I don't think I've ever sure. had a gyro in my life, and I've had several. Because yeah. I'm always down to give it a try, where I've gone, boy, that meat was real good. And that's like the <laughs> star of it. It's always like, oh, this thing, which has been sitting on a spit, you give me every – like, I look at it, and I see, like, the juicy interior because sure. the crusty end off. But the reason why I see it is because all the crusty ends are in my pita. Yeah. I and like the crusty ends. over again. I need a mix. Do you like the soft middle meat? I want both. Of a, uh, it's lamb, right? It's, is it lamb that, yeah. that's mostly made of? Or Primarily entirely? lamb, beef, chicken. You can make it with anything, really. How, how did, how did that become the thing that you wanted to be prominently displayed? Like any time, any other time that meat is way, way super processed, they kind of hide that fact that that happens in the back mm-hmm. with gyro meat. It's just like, nope, look at this giant statue we've made a colossus of roads out of smushed together meat parts and we're gonna spin it in front of you like a ballerina that's sitting under a heat lamp just dripping and all hail and all behold the giant meat cone come up shave a hunk off yeah part of what you're paying for is for him to take a way too long knife and cut into that lamb cocoon and put some on a plate (laughs) with a pita for you and yeah. hey, here's some, you think this is ranch? Boom. It's yogurt. Yeah. Ugh. Look, man, if Ripley walked into a room full of those meat knobs, she would flamethrower the whole thing. <laughs> that said, oh, it's delicious. I do love it. Yeah, but listen, bad. I don't hate them. I'm just, I have the McDonald's app on my phone. What do I know about good food? Have you found that doesn't work anymore? Mine Ever. It's not, it's my, okay, good. Mine stopped working as well. I keep trying. I pull up, I do the thing. I'm like, I'm waiting in spot number two for my Happy Meal so that I can get my uh the Marvels toy. And then it says, 
oops, something went wrong on our end. Please go inside and do this whole process again. And every time you go to the drive-thru, every time they ask if you're using the McDonald's app, you can barely understand. It's like, we're using the McDonald's app today. But it's, and then you're like, no. And then it's like, so you hear this, you hear the, are you going to be using the McDonald's app today? And then you're like, no, they're like, no, hello, can I take your order? Like completely different person. Yeah. I don't, they have one person, either they have a person in a crow's nest whose job it is to like <laughs> sniff out the app users, or they just have a soundboard and yeah. they're like, they're like, they're just buying themselves time while they yeah. are like, oh, I got to look at the clock and see how, cause I'm sweating in here. This, <laughs> this shift has to end soon. Oh, well, at least McDonald's hasn't added gyros to the menu, because if you're sweating in that room, you're going to be sweating even more with that giant meat knob on the wall just dripping at you. <laughs> Carbon Under torches. meat knobs on the wall, that don't bother me at all. <laughs> I don't, well, the hero is a pocket. I would say that as a pocket, yeah. it's not a wrap for You want it to be wrapped for you. You don't want something where you're given things and you sort of have to wrap it. Although it is given to you in a cone, I guess, sort of. I don't, I'm not, uh, it's not, I don't, I wouldn't consider that a wrap food because it's sort of open like that. The same way I would say, like, here's a question. Yeah. When you get, I'm just, I'm going to use, <laughs> I'm just going to keep using fast food as a reference point. When you go to Taco sure. Bell. Yeah. And you get a chicken soft taco or just beef soft off taco. Mm-hmm. It is always rolled up, is rolled into a tube. Is that a wrapped food or is the open end and the fact that normally you'd have it in the U shape? Is that yeah. not a wrapped food? I think that it starts as a U shape. I think that it is, it is supposed to ideally be a circle of flour tortilla that is folded in half into that half circle that we expect. And it's just that when it is physically wrapped in the paper, that is what causes it to, because it's never actually rolled. Mine always comes out sort of like, it's like that half circle shape. And then the yeah. top is just flipped down because when they wrapped it up, that's what happened. But it's also smart. Well, yeah, to me, it feels like, yeah, it's sort of like, um, like they're together and then they've curled over. You mean like, mm-hmm. like they were put together? And yeah, curled? exactly. When I like a Swedish a fish. Taco. If you put a Taco Bell soft taco in your hand flat, yeah. it can test your mood by if it flips over or not. Like those little <laughs> Swedish fish. <laughs> or fortune telling fish. Whatever I make, like I'm going to make tacos tomorrow. I'm going to do a Taco Tuesday thing tomorrow. Nice. When I make those, mm-hmm. I just realized we have no taco shells, but it's fine. I'm just going to eat mine in a bowl. But That's I will not a, a taco. A soft taco, I'll do like flap down, flap down, bottom flap up because I want to hold it. I don't want the food to come out the bottom. I'll, I'll look like Chevy Chase trying to eat yeah. food where it all drops out of the back. Well, let me ask you this. Do mm. you feel the need to do it on all sides? Because if I'm doing – like when I do my breakfast wrap, I fold it in half. And then the only other thing that I fold is the bottom. And yeah. I just make sure I keep – because it is a handheld thing for me, I just keep it vertical. Yeah. My breakfast wrap never hits a plate, by the way. I figured out – how they wrap the burritos by watching the people at Chipotle enough mm-hmm. that I know how to do it. Yeah. So I'll do it like that. All right. To keep it together. We've talked about the Middle East. We're going to go, we're going to do a lot of around the world in this particular episode. Okay. We've talked about the Middle East. You just mentioned Chipotle and that takes me to, we're going to go all the way around the world. Yes. But that takes me to our home state of California, which is responsible for not our home state, our current home state yeah. of California, which is responsible for many of the great wrapped foods out there. Mm-hmm. 
I'm thinking of a few specifically. The burrito that you're describing from Chipotle is a California invention called a mission burrito. For those who don't know, that is a mission burrito, which is stuffed with beans and rice and meat and Tex-Mex flavors and all that. Uh, that came from California in the 1960s in the San Francisco mission area. Chipotle has popularized it all over. That is one of the California great burritos. A second of the great California burritos that is just called a California burrito comes from San Diego and, uh, it's similar. It's a California burrito. It's asada, carne asada, lots and lots of cheese, sour cream, guacamole, and your carb in that one is French fries. The third California wrap based food is the California wrap which was sort of a generalized burrito that came about at I Love Juicy in the early 1980s. And that's what you think about when you think of a California, like just chicken, where it's not Mexican flavors in the same way that the other burritos are, where it's just like, I'm just going to get a healthy wrap for lunch at work. Like those are the three big California additions. Give me a Southwest chicken salad wrap. Give me a chicken Caesar salad wrap. Give me like a chicken avocado. It's basically a a salad with chicken on top. That they just wrap a tortilla around. I don't know that I've ever had, and I will always get the chicken Caesar wrap because I love a Caesar salad. I, I love do. a Caesar salad with chicken. And also I love a chicken Caesar wrap where the chicken inside, sorry, give me, don't, I don't need it healthy. Give me the crispy chicken. Give me that crispy fried tender and fried. I don't In like that, that particular one. I like that. I don't want that on the, I want it to be like you've compacted a Caesar salad, but I don't think I of, of the many ways you can deliver a Caesar salad. I guess the other ways to make a smoothie. I haven't tried it, but I would. Is, Hal, Hal, I'm going to have but, an intervention of one right now. Do not make a Caesar salad smoothie. They call it the magic bullet because it can take a salad and make it into a drink. Hal, Mark, do not turn a Caesar salad. In. You are better than that. You sit down and you eat a delicious Caesar salad. Don't you put that in a blender and look, okay, if you ever need to get your jaw wired shut, then have a Caesar salad smoothie. I won't. I might just make one. I won't let you hide my bush under Wait, a light. What? Is that it? Bush <laughs> under a light? No, don't hide my light under a bushel. You know what I mean. I had COVID. Listen. <laughs> I don't want to swaddle my salad and then eat it. I don't think I've ever had a chicken Caesar wrap that I thought was good. Really? That I thought was like better than a good salad and a like even a mediocre salad. I'd rather just have it on the plate. I'm just adding carbs to it. Why? That's true. Never tell you about the greatest Caesar salad I ever had. Tell me. I may have told you about this on the show. I may have mentioned this. The people of the world may know this. I don't care. I'm going to say it again. Oh, what is his name? Is it Graham Elliott? The, uh, uh, he was one of the chefs, the chef with the white glasses from, uh, Master Chef. Right. You know the guy I'm talking about? Yes. A restaurant in Chicago. And his, uh, it was brilliant. The way he did his Caesar salad was it was a bed of shredded romaine and on top was the Caesar Twinkie, which is a, the size of it. It's a, like a large Twinkie that is a crouton. And inside that is the Caesar dressing. So there's Parmesan cheese mixed in with the uh, romaine lettuce. You cut open that Twinkie like you would cut open a poached egg on top of a Benny. And it just, oh, it was the best. It was so fun. I like it. Look, I like a stunt of a meal, too. And that was it was a very flashy stunt of a meal. Have you ever had the Richard Blaze chicken Caesar salad? No. It's just a liquid nitrogen <laughs> with around a romaine lettuce leaf. And then this smoke 
that is uh that you get to like smell out oh. of the glass top that is the dressing. Sure. And then he takes a freeze-dried piece of chicken and shatters it over your salad. <laughs> over your head. Over Oh goodness. This is exciting. And then he says he says it's raining hen. Um let's talk about these California. Oh, you're just going to let that one go by? <laughs> How good that was? You want to dig into your research and, and ignore that great dad joke I just tossed out there? You know you what? Want the people who listen to this show to be disappointed that you no, let No, I don't. You know what? Go back and say it again. And this I time said, I will give you the proper he, response. He breaks the chicken over your head and then he says, it's raining hen. Hen. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, We've determined that? that sound effects don't really work on Zoom. Do you hear how much like a cricket that sounded? Listen. Goodness. Is Michael Winslow over here? That sounded more like a Tinkerbell fart. Do you think Tinkerbell's farts sound like crickets? They sound like... <laughs> if they do, she needs to go to a tiny doctor. Yeah. Hold me closer, tiny doctor. <laughs> See, you're just setting me up. I'm I'm hitting it out of the park. Oh, I'm just so the home run derby right over here. Uh, you're crushing it. You're crushing it. You're the J-Rod of this podcast. <laughs> All right. Before we go to a break... Let's determine which of these, because we need to start narrowing it down a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, do one of the, oh, there's one more California, California born rap that I can't believe I forgot to mention. What? The California breakfast burrito, my friend, hash yeah. browns, eggs, bacon and cheese, born in California. I have one constantly. That, well, that's the fancy version, the California breakfast burrito. I just put some eggs in a little wrap in the morning, but like a real proper breakfast burrito. Have, oh. have you ever ordered from Badass Breakfast Burritos? No. What is it's, this uh, magic? Here's you get you get uh, over easy eggs uh-huh. with tater tots inside the bacon. burrito. Tater yeah, tots yeah. are a perfect way of doing hash browns inside a burrito. You get bacon. I think there's cheese in there, and then mm-hmm. you can add like they have like a like a salami or like a. I always I don't get it with like the salami stuff, but then they have a spicy like mayo, Ooh. like a sort like almost sriracha mayo that they put in there. Yeah. It is so good. And then does the, I the since it it's anymore. an over easy egg, then the yeah. over easy egg, I assume the first bite means that over easy egg mixes yeah. in everything. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. It's game changer. All right. Let's pull one of these out and move it to the finals of the California burritos or the California wraps. I got to be honest. I think that the mission burrito would be the one I would take because. Yeah. It's the one that probably – for you to tell me that that was born in the – I didn't realize that the Mission-style burrito was – that's what the yeah. burrito's called. That's the Chipotle-style burrito is a Mission burrito. And I don't think of it as Chipotle either. I just think of it as I've seen it at a million different restaurants. Yeah. You know, there are so many great Mexi- – we have – one of the beautiful things about California is our proximity mm-hmm. to Mexico and the number of people of Mexican descent and Mexicans who live here means that mm-hmm. we benefit from – the incredible cuisine that they brought with them mm-hmm. and they have adapted so you can get like Oaxaca, you can get all sorts of different varieties, yeah. but then they have adapted to, all right, these are things that are popular. We're going to put our spin on it. So everybody's got a burrito. Yeah. And they're all great. And we'll get to the, we'll get to the actual burrito from Juarez, Mexico, 1895 classic. Yeah. After the break. But what do you think? I think we got to get a home state. I would take the mission burrito. I would also take the breakfast burrito. I would take I both. Would t- I think we can take both. I think we take, can take both. both. Yeah. Take both. I feel like take San, San Diego stole the putting the fries inside it from Pramani Brothers. How dare you? And yeah. the California oh, healthy wrap is pretending to be healthier than it is. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent on board with that. We have our first two finalists and they're both California burritos. 
the Mission Burrito and the Breakfast Burrito. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to leave California and take a little trip around the world. How's that sound, Hal? Yay. Let me get my suitcase with all the stickers on it. Woohoo. We'll be right back. The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Diablo 4. Final Fantasy 16. Street Fighter 6. Baldur's Gate 3. Starfield. Spider-Man 2. Master Detective Archives Raincoat for Nintendo Switch. No, is that just me? <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge time for video games. You need somebody to tell you what's good, what's not so good, and what's amazing. I'm Jason Schreier. I'm Maddie Myers. And I'm Kirk Hamilton. We're the hosts of Triple Click... A video game podcast for anyone who likes games. Find us at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Bye. Hi, I'm Jesse Thorne, the founder of Maximum Fun, and I have a special announcement. I'm no longer embarrassed by my brother, my brother, and me. You know, for years, each new episode of this supposed advice show was a fresh insult, a depraved jumble of erection jokes, ghost humor, and frankly, this is for the best, very little actionable advice. But now, as they enter their twilight years, I'm as surprised as anyone to admit that it's gotten kind of good. Justin, Travis, and Griffin's witticisms are more refined, like a humor column in a fancy magazine, and they hardly ever say bazinga anymore. So, after you've completely finished listening to every single one of all of our other shows, why not join the McElroy brothers every week for my brother, my brother and me. All right, Hal, are you packed? You got your suitcase with all the stickers on it? I got my passport. Where are we going? Detroit? Yeah, yes, you need a passport to go to Detroit because it's so close to Windsor. They don't trust that you're not just going to go to Windsor to gamble because you're 19. I would go. That's what I did. I've did done you? That. I did go to that. Windsor to gamble? I would. I mean, not Windsor, but I would go to Canada to gamble. I would have. You never went to, you never crossed the border into Canada, like when you were living in Syracuse, just to go, just to be like, oh, I'm just going to go to another country. It was so many, it was so far away. And like, you know, I mean, my college experience wasn't like, where do we get a weekend? Like, it was just, yeah, you know, you would do whatever was nearby and cheap. Yeah. You know how we weekended? We got up early and went to rehearsals for children's shows. That was how we weekended. Yeah, exactly. All right. Do you, would you like to go? I'm going to give you a couple of different places that we can go. We can go. You want to go to Asia? All right. Let's go to Asia. All right. We have a lot. You know what? We have multiple places in Asia that you can go. Would you like to start in China? Yeah. Okay. Let's start in China, (laughs) which is of course, do you want to throw out more places first? No, we'll get to all of them. Don't worry. Uh, we'll start in China. Why not? Uh, China is, of course, the home of spring rolls, uh, the birthplace of the spring roll that is in China from the third century CE, the invention of the spring roll in China. And that's multiple different kinds. That's the rice paper spring rolls that we see now, the, uh, classic like egg rolls that you always see with the wonton wrapper deep yeah. fried. Egg I do roll. love those. I love an egg roll, man. I love an egg roll. You know, yeah. there's a place out here that I mentioned in our last town hall. Mm hmm. Which was uh, on the 26th of August. If you missed it, you can probably find the video. And I talked about a, a place out here called Genghis Cohen. Yes, that was a fantastic Chinese place, and now is a is an okay Chinese place. But the one thing that they have is a New York style egg roll. It is the best thing on their menu. It is unchanged. It is the same one that I've had for 23 years. Oh and yeah, it is so good. 
because it reminds me of those East Coast egg rolls I had where it has the cabbage in it, it has a little carrot, but it also yeah. has barbecued pork to give it um, – but not a sweet pork. Like it's a pork that makes it savory and there's a little shrimp in there and it's ju- it all comes together so well and it's it's savory. So you get your sweet and sour sauce, which we call duck sauce. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if there's a difference between the two. And their duck sauce is also very East Coast. It's fantastic. And you have those together and you're like, uh, it's just, uh, it's so good. My drooling now, and I'm yeah. thinking about places back home where I, there's a Chinese food place like 10 minutes from my dad's house that we went to all, like when I was in high school, we were going there to the point that that the owners gave me a gift when I graduated from high school because we went Whoa. there that much. We were that like part of the community there. But their egg rolls are also excellent. So I love oh. a good egg roll is so good. To me, it is a finalist because I love it so much and I think mm-hmm. it's so well made. And there are also so many different varieties, but based on the wrap and also what's inside. It can right. be vegetarian. It can be vegan. It can be like a meat lovers. Like for me, you could make other foods. And, you know, there are cheesesteak egg rolls that, that are – places make and and things like that and they use the good uh amoroso uh wraps for those cheesesteak egg rolls no they do it like the crispy and it's good i'm kidding i was fairly i'm fairly certain amoroso doesn't actually make wonton (laughs) wraps but if they did they'd be the best uh i love a good egg roll i'm not a duck sauce guy though you know Mm. what i am and ever since i was a kid Egg rolls to me, yes, delicious. I love them. I like the crispy that you get that sort of like flaky crispy outside. And then when you bite in, if it's the right size, you bite in and you get that soft cabbage and vegetables inside. And there's that magic in that. But for me, they were always a vehicle for hot mustard. Sure. Great with mustard, too. I was too. always a, a hot Chinese mustard kid. Always been my favorite. Yeah. An egg roll is pretty perfect. What about the spring rolls, like the lighter? non-cooked you know usually like cold served chilled spring rolls where it's that that sort of rice paper that you can see through you know what i'm talking mm-hmm. about yeah, lettuce yeah, yeah. the rice paper all of that i think that pales in comparison to a yeah like a hot deep fried spring roll i never trusted those why didn't you trust them because i didn't think the wrap looked like it tasted any good it doesn't it's just kind of sticky exactly I don't want it to be just like, hey, this is holding everything together. I want it to be like, hey, part of this is – I want to do the TikTok thing where you take the knife and run it across it and hear like the – So that you know that it's – oh, man. like nice and crisp and fresh and it's so good. And I I want to – I think that you and Ken – you and Ken sending me TikToks to watch has made my TikTok feed all food talk. Well, so much. So, and it's great. And I am not complaining at all. My entire TikTok feed seems to, well, also musical theater. Uh, I get a lot of musical theater ones from Ken too, but the, uh, and yes, and Hal also sends, uh, hilarious farts, but I have, it's basically food talk, fart talk and Broadway talk, <laughs> which are my, which is my combo of my TikTok feed. But yes, I love the knife scrape, which you can't do on a spring roll. Yeah. A, like a, you know, like the, the chill spring mm-hmm. rolls. I do also like a lettuce cup. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that also takes the handheld part away. Yes, it's technically handheld, but you do have a plate full it's of a them. pocket. The pocket. You used to make your own. That's not, I want to like serve it to me like that. Don't get, make me do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pocket. I would, I would, I think that's becoming a distinction that we're having to make in this episode is, 100%. is it a pocket or is it a roll? I want to go just not far from China. We're going to stay in Asia and we're going to go to the Philippines. Great. Because I would like to shout out. I don't know that it's going to beat the Chinese egg roll uh, mm. that we love so much, which is uh, lumpia from the Philippines. 
Mm-hmm. You familiar with lumpia? Tell me more. Oh, man. Oh, I love me some lumpia. Lumpia, they're small egg rolls. They're, they're oh. Filipino egg rolls and they're frequently, uh, there's the thing, the flavors that I remember most from them are, I think there's maybe a little cabbage is like the filler in it, but it's vegetables, carrot and pork are the primary flavors that I remember from it. And also that sort of sweetness from the Philippine spices that you get there. Just, just a little bit, you know, to me, it was something that I never had until my friend Janelle was making, uh, her father came into town. And he is, you know how everybody's dad has like the one dish that they're an expert on. For my dad, it's gravy from Philadelphia. For him, it is lumpia. And we sat for a whole night just helping him roll lumpia and frying them up. And he made a little sauce. I think it's like vinegar and green onions okay. that are in the sauce. And, uh, oh yeah, Ken, uh, jumping in the chat. His mother would make lumpia, says lumpia are wonderful. One of my all time favorites are lumpia. I don't, if you haven't had them, I don't know that they would beat egg rolls for you with that sort of visceral response that you have. I know egg rolls are more ubiquitous around the United States, at least. Sh- um, I mean, everything you're describing to me, I wouldn't oh. like a vinegar and green onion sauce, but to me, if it's really good, you can sort of eat it on its own yeah. anyway. And it sounds fantastic. I've never had it. Or maybe it's I will a, have to correct that at some point. You definitely need to correct that. Um, I'm trying to see what lumpia. Oh, here we go. What is lumpia sauce made of? Oh no, it's not. It is. Uh, it's just. It's a sugar. It's a sweeter sauce. Okay. So it's not a vinegar sauce. It's a sweeter sauce. Uh, mm. But or you know what? Now I'm seeing. Now I'm just looking this up because I got curious. Some have a vinegar sauce. Some have a soy sauce dip. Some have a sweet dip. So I guess there's multiple different lumpia dips you can do. If you haven't do- dove into Filipino food, I highly recommend it. I'm a big fan. Yeah, lumpia are great, but I think I will stick with you on the classic Chinese or Chinese American egg rolls. Yeah, now I think now that's got to be question. one of the finalists. Yeah. While we're in Asia, is a samosa a dumpling? When you classify that as more of a dumpling than a wrap food? Yeah, I love samosas. There is a wrap from India. Uh, yeah, to but talk it's not about. the samosa. The samosa. It's not the samosa. No, I would say samosa is more of a dumpling. Yeah. Okay. Right, oh, yeah, man, when I was just visiting there. Idaho, we had these uh Somali, they were like Somali samosas. And man, they were so good. So just imagine a samosa, but with all like African meats and vegetables inside. And, Idaho? Oh, what are you doing in Idaho? My brother lives there now. He moved from Seattle to Boise. I didn't tell you this. In Idaho? I know. He moved to Idaho at, like over a year ago. What's he do? He do? He's not doing barbecue there, right? He's yeah, he's doing barbecue. You know what they love out in, uh, the, the only, the only state that Dixie set way deep in the Western United States, Idaho. Barbecue. They love barbecue. Well, his, his food is excellent. Oh yeah. It's great. I'll tell him you said that. Of course. Yeah. He's making, he uh, he's making barbecue out there, catering some barbecue and he's about to open. Shout out to my brother. He's about to open a Southwestern restaurant. His spin on Mexican food, uh, inside the new, pickleball center in idaho like 12 pickleball courts and my brother's hey. new restaurant very exciting and name um, for that restaurant what's that what's the name for that restaurant do we know you know what hal i don't so why don't you name it right now what would you call a mexican restaurant inside a pickleball court i would call it uh 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 the 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 uh 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 so you think that would work for a name yeah, I think that'd be perfect. I don't know how you'd spell it on the sign, but I think it's great. 
Um, no, India does have kati rolls, though. Oh. Kati rolls are roti bread. It's basically an Indian burrito. It's Indian flavors in a burrito. But instead of a tortilla, obviously, it's uh, roti. And instead of Mexican flavors, it's Indian flavors. So you get all of the great Indian flavors that you love rolled up into an Indian burrito. Sure. And it's delightful. Yeah. I love a good fusion restaurant. I love a good wrap. I love a good roll. We, I didn't even put on here, uh, the Korean barbecue that got, became famous in California from the Kalbi truck and the Kogi, well, Kogi truck. Yeah. Kogi and Kalbi were the two trucks in like the early 2000s oh, that yeah. gave us Korean barbecue burritos. And that was yeah. another great. Oh, yeah. What a time. Yeah. Right. Also like the kind of led the food truck renaissance. Yeah. That started the whole food truck thing in LA. I think. Yes. We've also got shawarma wraps. We're going, we're going from India. We're moving a little back towards still in Asia, but we're moving a little bit west. We also, we already talked about the, uh, gyro and the falafel wrap being pockets. What about a shawarma wrap? Uh, it is wrap. Yeah, I mean, it's in, another... either pita or lavash. Another great, you know, the Middle Eastern flavors. It's really just their take on a gyro. Yeah. It's a meat cone. It's wrap odd it because it, it lavash seems like, or something. yeah, it seems like what's happening is all of these different cultures have their flavors inside what is turning out to, in many cases for this episode, be all other things being equal. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You can have a Korean barbecue burrito. You can have a kati roll. You can have a burrito. You can have uh, all these yeah. different flavors. A California wrap. An egg roll is different because it's fried. Um, yes. Yes. And then you have uh, Sam from Korea, of course, which is mm-hmm. another uh, lettuce cup. But it's not like the lettuce cups with the gr- super ground fine meat inside. Yeah. It's bigger pieces of uh, steak and thing. Don't, and don't wrap it. If it's wrapped in lettuce, I'm I'm ready to throw it into the ocean. I mean, I don't. I, there's nothing wrong with that, but I I couldn't, in good conscience, allow something wrapped in lettuce to win best wrap food. Yeah, that's fair. Agreed. I would agree with that. Yeah, we have two more that I could that I'd love to talk about. Great. As we're moving our way west right. from. Asia into India and into the Middle East. Uh, we're going to go up to Turkey, the dividing line between Europe and Asia, mm. which is the home of Durum, which is lavash wrapped around a donor kebab. Mm. What I love about this is the idea of how easy that is to make. Just take a kebab, hold some bread around it, and yank that stick out. Yeah. Which kind I mean, of is what I want to do with a corn dog now. They're all kind of variations on like shawarma yeah. or gyro. It's another thing like every... That is, uh, like the burrito is taken hold here, and then mm-hmm. over there you have the hero and shawarma and, and yeah. all these different things that are kind of, you know, durum is very similar. Is the, is the wheat? It's basically the that refers to the for, to first to what the wrapping is more than anything else. Yeah, uh, that I don't know. I don't know if it's the same durum there because there's umlauts over both of the u's in this. Ah, so it might be durum. I don't know how to. I honestly, I don't know how durum. what a loom, what an umlaut durum. I didn't know if we were going Pink Panther or Jaws, but I would be delightfully surprised if I heard while I was in a boat and then I was given a delicious donor kebab wrap. Do you think the Pink Panther died because he smoked all those cigarettes? Probably. I feel like he smoked the most of any cartoon character in that in like his era. That he yeah, smoked the most. I mean, definitely you had people who were making their own. Like Bugs Bunny rolled his own cigarettes sometimes if he's like a yeah. cowboy. But I feel like the Pink Panther 
that cig that he like he went through not only a lot of cigarettes but a lot of cigarette holders. Yeah, and much like his lungs, he was not pink at the end. <laughs> He's more of a charcoal black Lord. panther, not to be confused with Black so Panther. Yeah, not like Black Panther. He was just he was yeah, a sickly panther. He got very sickly <laughs> at the end. Uh, this is one you're gonna hate, but I have to say it because it is a rolled food, but because it is. This time we're putting the cabbage on the outside. We're going to Eastern Europe and we're going to have a cabbage roll. No, no, we're not. Oh, we're not going to have one. You no. seem so upset about cabbage rolls. No, no, I, I, the Schmengi brothers are great. I love the Schmengi brothers coffee and cabbage rolls, but come on. Let's, let's, well, what's wrong with a cabbage roll? It's just not a contender. No, it is there. It's, it's <laughs> wet. It's just like, Hey, do you like a burrito? What if we replaced your tortilla with wet cabbage? We replaced everybody's tortillas with wet cabbage. Let's see what their reaction is. This double-decker taco supreme isn't holding. The corn shell isn't being held to the cabbage shell by the frijoles. All right, it sounds like we have our contenders. Yeah? Yep. Yes. It's the egg roll from China, both the Mission and breakfast burritos from California. Yeah. And... What was our last one? Oh, we didn't go, we didn't dig into Mexico yet. There's a few from Mexico that I think are, that potentially could be contenders. Enchilada. What else? In your enchilada. The original burrito, obviously. Beans and cheese. Without the rice and all the other stuff in it is, yeah, uh, a lot of meat and meat and spices and flavors and peppers and things. Uh, from Juarez, Mexico, first documented in 1895. I love a classic burrito in Mexico. Had one there, loved it there. Uh, there's also, of course, another great rolled Mexican food, the taquito. Mm. Yeah, I, love I like taquito. a taquito. Taquitos are great. I don't think they beat the burrito. No, they're just meat straws. They're meat straws. What about a chimichanga, a deep fried burrito? Yeah. Burrito doesn't need improvement, I don't think. Maybe the burrito's fine as it is. Yeah. 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 It's fine as it's it is. It doesn't, hat. it doesn't need to be chimichangaed or dare I say, wetted. Mm, pretty good what i'll give you a fork <laughs> and knife and i'll eat that i'll eat it i'll give you a Happy. fork and knife all right hey hey uh and then i have one more question for you hmm. does the wrap part have to be edible yes because otherwise it would be like a hamburger wrapped in paper no but there are foods that are only you know south pacific foods that are wrapped in leaves uh, yeah. you know, fish dishes. And the, the thing that I was thinking of specifically in this case was the tamale. Is the tamale a wrapped food because it's wrapped in the corn husk? No. Okay. So do we want to take any others of those to the finals of the other Mexican flavors? Or, so now we have three different burritos? Well, this, I'm we're not in the finals necessarily. I, Look, I like we knew there was going to, there were going to be a lot of burritos in this. I like a Juarez burrito. I like, yeah. I, I mean, I, my ideal burrito is meat, cheese, vegetables. Mm-hmm. And rice. And sometimes not even the rice. I just want meat, vegetables, and some cheese. Like, give me some peppers and onions in there. Yeah. And that's a good time for me. I frequently will do it without the rice. Yeah. I think the Juarez burrito, looking online for, uh, as traditional a, a Juarez, uh, actual Mexican burrito as I can find, there's not really any specific, this is exactly how to make it. Meat, beans, rice, lettuce, guacamole, cheese. It's, it's, it's kind of sounds like a mission burrito. So you want to take the Mexican Juarez based original burrito yeah. into consideration here. There's two different versions 
Uh, both originated in northern Mexico. One is a very thick stew called guisado, which is why we have a Mexican taco joint called Guisados all over Los Angeles. It's great. If you're here, try it. The tacos are really, really good. It's a, a thick stew, and that just becomes a pre-mixed filling that goes into the burrito. So as opposed to layering individual ingredients into the burrito, you've got this thick stew that goes in almost like a, the middle of a, a hot pocket or a calzone or something. You know what I mean? Like where you're just filling it with a thing. And then there is another super basic bean and cheese burrito. That's the only thing in it from northern Mexico also. Introduced in Los Angeles at El Cholo Cafe, which still exists to this day. So home of the burrito El Cholo, which I've been to before. It was a surprise to me that it, that's where it started. Yeah, been there as well. Uh, so we are bringing to the finals the California Mission Burrito, Breakfast Burrito, the Egg Roll, and the OG Mexican Burrito. Yes? Yes. Is there anything else we're missing? Not from where I'm sitting. How do you want to do this? I think I have a winner in my head. Do you have one in your head? I have a personal taste winner in my head, but I don't think it's the actual winner. I think it's a two-horse race. For the actual winner. I'll tell you what I think. I love all of these. I love all the burritos. But in my mind, it's sort of like they split the vote. And I would pick the egg roll. See, my final two were going to be the mission burrito and the egg roll. My Mm. personal favorite is the breakfast burrito. But I don't think that that is like that's not the when you think of uses for eggs, bacon and hash browns. The burrito isn't necessarily the first thought. But they're great. I love them, too. They're great. And and obviously, I love them. I think it's, yeah, I think it's between the mission burrito and the egg roll. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the egg roll. I think there's something about it that the fact that it's such a good food and such a versatile food and it's generally mm-hmm. an appetizer. It's not even the main course, but I think you will judge a place on the strength of its egg rolls. If the egg rolls are not good at a place, I'm, I'm probably not going to enjoy anything else they make. Yeah. Like, I think that's the bellwether for whether a Chinese restaurant is to your liking. Cause, you know, my standard may not be your standard. What you're looking for is not what I'm looking for. Right. If you like the way they make the egg roll, you're going to like their other stuff a lot. Yeah. Let and, me make an and, argument. Let me make an argument. Yeah. And, and again, I'm not, uh, I'm not, uh, no. necessarily the advocate for this, but I'll make an argument for the mission burrito as our other choice in this. And maybe that's just the California bias in me. Sorry, Juarez. Thank you for your burrito. California improved it. The argument for that is that it feels like a more complete and balanced meal in itself. The burrito becomes like I would not be I would not feel fulfilled. As a meal to just have egg rolls, egg rolls feel like a side accompaniment to something else or an appetizer. As you mentioned, I like that a California mission burrito, it's got the rice, it's got the beans, it's got the veggies, it's got the protein, and it's all wrapped up in a grilled burrito, ideally, uh, so you get that crispy, crunchy outside. Um, and it's huge. It, it can be huge, yeah. I mean, that's sort of the signature of the mission style burrito. You're putting so much in it, it's a lot bigger than. Yeah, the tortillas a even are way bigger, yeah. Oh, dude, when I, the first time I went to Mexico and got a burrito, I was like, this is the whole thing. It's the difference between a Big Mac and a like a McDonald's hamburger, like regular hamburger. You know what I mean? Gee, I wonder what uh <laughs> why there's a health crisis in this country. I know, right? We're like, Who knew? You'll make this burrito better, bigger. If it's bigger. And I'm into it. 
But the thing is, that burrito was delicious, and it was also small and part of a plate with a bunch of other stuff on it. Sure. Here you go to a spot to you either get a burrito or a combo plate, right? The, yeah, the burrito's the thing. The burrito. So is an egg roll, and this is, I think, what we need to figure out here, is the egg roll as a smaller appetizer a more perfect, a perfect enough bite to defeat the full-size meal that is a Mission Burrito? I think what's great about the egg roll, mm-hmm. and I don't know how long it has been this way, but of the many different kinds of egg rolls there is, there's the Reuben egg roll, like everybody's got a version of it. Well, these these are all like the Reuben but, and the cheesesteak. Those seem, yeah, yeah I know, no, those I, are kitsch I, egg rolls. I, right, but even the kitsch egg rolls, yeah, it's always an appetizer, which tells me there's never been a need for it to be like, nobody's gone like, hey, I need to make this bigger. Like yeah. what would make this better is if it was more. Mm-hmm. It's like it's I, to me that's a sign of like it's so good as it is that we're not making giant like even here in America where we supersize everything. I mean it's just yeah. the truth of it. The drinks are bigger, like everything is bigger. There's something to the fact that the egg roll remains the same size. You can order a bunch of them, but you're ordering a bunch of things that are generally the same size, and the biggest it gets yeah. is like is like this. So it's like sure. it's like thicker, it's like a which barrel. feels which feels gargantuan to me for an egg roll. Absolutely, relative. And sometimes you remember it as bigger, and then you go back and you're like, oh, this isn't that big. But I, yeah. I think to me, there's something about it, how simple it is, and the fact that it has not changed a ton in terms of like we're going to change all the things inside. Like it's just right. it, it is what it is. I mean, it's, it's, kind of, it's from the third century. Yeah, so it's made it for all of these centuries since. Yeah. For almost 18 centuries, almost 19 centuries, I guess. I'm going to put it through one more trial. Yeah. To see if it comes out the other side. Go for it. And, and I honestly think that this might be a benefit of it. Okay. Though in the past, I'm trying, I'm trying to think back on old episodes that where we've done, uh, ease of creation, like anybody can do it is a thing that we have used as a, as an asset rather than a liability. Yeah. But in this case, I wonder because anybody can make a mission burrito. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Sure. But it does take a certain finesse to like the lumpia rolls, super similar to a spring roll. I like the, fi- and I'm, I'm, I'm pointing this out because I think the finesse that it takes to make a good egg roll might elevate it beyond what a mission burrito is. Does it, but I guess that's my question. Does the difficulty of making an egg roll you know, to get it rolled right, because if you don't roll it just right, it will fall apart. I think that it does take a certain finesse to make an egg roll. You have to roll it just right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen lumpia fall apart in the hot oil. Like it takes a finesse to get it right. It, you got to have the right. oil just right. You have to have all the ingredients just right to make a perfect egg roll. So stepping back and looking at like grand scheme of things, part of the argument that we have is a perfect bite with the sauce of your choice that is both crispy and soft and filled with different vegetables and all different flavors versus something that anyone can make wrap up and take with them. It almost comes back to the very first thing we said where we're like, well, look, if it comes down to two things and portability is not going to be a factor for me, portability is a factor for me. But while they are less portable than some, like an enchilada or a wet burrito, egg rolls still are pretty portable. Yeah, they're both handheld foods. Yeah. 
and I don't think like I feel like we're trying like we're trying to put it through these trials, but I think if it's already won, I, I don't think, think it's, it's a, that's the thing. I think you personally like egg rolls more. You have a very you have a very visceral response to an egg roll that I don't have. So I'm trying to I'm just trying yeah. to put it through all the paces to make sure it comes out the other side the victor. I eat burritos way more often than I eat egg rolls. To that's be fair. Yeah. Like it's not like I dislike one over the other. I just think that the the egg roll is a I think it's a better wrap food. Yeah, I'd go with that. I think the finesse that it takes to make one, I think the perfect bite that you can get with a great egg roll, that sweet, sweet hot mustard that I just love. And also every burrito place like that I go to, I, I have mm. to adjust the orders. I always do because I don't like the, I don't want beans in there. I don't want this. I do sure. want that, whatever it is. With an egg roll, you know what's in it and you either get it or you don't. There's Do you no have a favorite kitsch egg roll? I like a cheesesteak egg roll. For lack of a better word than yeah. kitsch. Cheesesteak egg roll? Cheesesteak egg roll. I was just curious. You mentioned a Reuben when I was like, that actually sounds really good. Right? They, have the they put one. Swiss cheese in an egg roll? At that point, it's just a tiny burrito. Hold me closer, tiny burrito. Oh, for Pete's sake, just bring us home. People of the world, you want a best wrap food? We've been all around the world. All around the world, also from Graceland. The best wrap food is the egg roll. Enjoy the egg roll in its many forms. Vegetarian, vegan, or like me, with a little pork and shrimp in there. Or a lot of pork and shrimp in there. Dip yeah. it in mustard. Dip it in hot and sour sauce. Eat it There's as is. There's one thing we know about Hal Loveland. He loves pork and shrimp. I love pork and shrimp. That's my nickname. <laughs> Here comes old pork and shrimp <laughs> to tell us that the best wrap food is the egg roll. Asked and answered. I'm so hungry now. Oh, by the way, all the proceeds from this episode are going to the Pink Panther Anti-Smoking Foundation. It was part of his will and his trust, and we tend to honor that today and every day. So thank you. Thank you for that, and uh, thank you for the topic, Leslie. We appreciate it. Yes, this is super fun. This topic is now closed, but there are many more topics to discuss. So please email us at wegotthispodcast at gmail.com or... Share your wrapped food memories at facebook.com slash group slash we got this podcast. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, who's fighting off a hurricane just to be here recording this episode with us. Please go support him at patreon.com slash Ken Plume. And let's hope he lives in a houseboat. Thank you also to researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thanks, of course, to our musicians Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song, respectively. And thanks to you, the people of the world. For week after week, giving Hal and I the opportunity to sit down, catch up, chat, have a great time, see each other's smiling faces, crack jokes, and talk about the important things in the world. And for continuing that discussion in the Facebook group, we couldn't do it without you. We wouldn't do it without you. So to you, we say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry about it, folks. (laughs) (laughs) we We got got this this. we got this don't worry about it folks (laughs) maximum fun a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows supported directly by you